This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds. Well, without the computers. Talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is... Another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. It is a, the Phillies are the only undefeated team in Major League Baseball edition, Jack Fritz. James, I gotta be honest with you, uh, I'm feeling a little sweepy today. Oh, look at you. Feeling a little sweepy. I thought I was the dad making dad jokes, no? (laughs) No? No? Okay, good. No, it's it's only me, and I am more of a dad than you. I'm feeling real sweepy. I'm feeling a little sweepy. Oh, brother. Uh, I'm I'm not the only dad in Philadelphia. Yes. Our boy, Bryce. So here's my question about that. We'll Does he name it Jack? Well, uh, maybe. He should name it Jack. He's going to name his kid Philly Harper. No, he's going to name it Rocky. Okay, here's my question. At what age is it appropriate for me to start hooking Zoe up with his future son? On a hooking up. Immediately. Like, like no, I'm talking out. I'm talking marriage. I'm talking betrothed. Oh. I'm talking life, spend their lives together. I think you need to let it happen organically. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, it's like it's like that episode of the league where they had the Cutler baby. It's a good point. Okay, we'll let it happen I mean, organically. Can, listen, he can think it can happen organically. We'll just be pulling the oh, strings. Oh, see, I like this. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So that that's the plan. Well, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not lying to you. I've never listened. I've never lied to the I hope people. Like I was in Chipotle with Jill today, and I was like, listen, I think it's about that time. I yes, mean, these guys need to grow to. old together. Yes, like we, I can start playing. The, we can become best friends with the Harpers. That's my yes, goal. I've already. It's a, this has already <laughs> happened in my mind, Jack. So I'm I'm already at their wedding. So it's great. Their we- oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Zoe and Rocky Harper. Damn, man. You're going to be like 60 when she gets married. It's Uncle Bryce, man. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it's, I mean, we'll talk about talk about a guy. Like, he comes here, uh, rakes all weekend, uh, and then I was a kid on Monday. And I was like, oh, he, like, he's so in a zone right now that he uh, goes back-to-back moonshots, and then on his off day, messes around and announces he's having a yeah, kid. Yeah, like, whatever. He's going to name it Rocky, isn't he? Uh, Rocky makes I could see him just going Philly. Philly Harper. He he is really he's so in he, he, is, is. he is full barrel all in Mister Philadelphia. Like I thought, Rui Halliday was all in when he got here. Like remember his opening press conference? He's like, "This is the only place I wanted to be." Yes, it's like this on steroids. Like, it, it's it, there's crazy. No, no one has ever come to this city and been more all in from the jump than Bryce Harper. And guess what? We love it. It's awesome. Keep doing it, Bryce, because you are freaking perfect. You're too good to be true. Speaking of which, Jack. Let's just get into it. My man hit a 465-foot home run. Tank shot. And, and, oh, 
like immediate. You're just like, oh, well, he just murdered that. I'm thing. so I'm so glad it wasn't like a wall scraper. I'm so glad. Yeah, it was like a didn't just type. get a, like Alex Bregman. I watched Alex Bregman at a homer this weekend that like literally bounced off the top of the fence and went over. Yeah, I'm so it's glad like, it was job, like buddy. a. I'm so glad it was a no doubt about <laughs> oh, it. Man. Like just absolute tank shot to <laughs> well, right. We were talking about in the opener how it was so clear that he was trying to swing out of his cleats. That's what happens when you actually connect on one when you're swinging out of your cleats. No, I know. It's crazy. It's like his swing it's the, his swing is the weirdest. It's it's so violent but so smooth at the same time. It really is. It's a great it, it's actually a really good way to put it cuz it's incredibly violent in the body but it's so smooth through the zone. And and he almost he should have had two home runs last night because that double the off the wall. Of it, yeah, like he hit that ball hard. That gets out every single night of the year except when the when the wind is just whipping out to right field. Um he's he he is looking locked in and and man like just Fransky's call is giving me chills. Like, I, I, I did get. I, I, I think I started welling up when he did the curtain call thing. It was so perfect. Like he goes out and it's just like everyone. Just, the, 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 between the image of us having a superstar, the image of the Philly fans being all in, and like the roar. Like we haven't had that roar since 2011, man. Like we haven't had that level of roar since Game Five in 2011. Like it's, it's, it's that kind of. Like that is, we are so back from a baseball standpoint. And I'll tell you what, from a Philly standpoint, you could have not scripted a better first. Oh weekend. my God, you could. Outside of Pavetta not pitching great and Arietta walking everyone, and that game just being horrible for the first five innings yesterday. Like this has been such a great baseball weekend, and I think I think it was so important to get for them to get off to a hot start because now everyone's all in. Everyone's in. Like this city is so Phillies'd up, it is unbelievable. It's and, so cool. Well, baseball's dead. It's great. No yeah. one cares I about mean, baseball. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so yeah. it's so it's over. It's Jack. just crazy how like the, the Phillies fans have just been begging for a good product on the field, and now I feel like it's a it's a combination of everyone's excited about this team, and also we all now remember like we a lot of my generation at least we never had a good Phillies team. Mm-hmm. Like ninety three was a little bit we were all super young, mm-hmm. but now my generation like the two thousand seven and two thousand eleven Phillies were the first great Philly team that we really, really, really remember. And now that whole generation is feeling nostalgic about it. And everyone is having this nostalgic feel about baseball being back. And now the team's actually really good. Well, and it's a great point because, look, it was all we talked about after the opening day game was the electricity in the ballpark, how great it is to have it back and have it matter again. But it really has been amazing how quickly, how easily everyone in Philadelphia has just fallen back into it. It's just like that. We're back. Baseball, we love it. Let's go. Right, it's like the last eight years never happened. It never happened. <laughs> We're now, always all good. The, all the freaking <laughs> fights that I got in, the people we yelled with, the people who said baseball is dead. It's awesome. To the curtain call point, that is bar none, far and away, the best curtain call I've ever seen in my life. It's always, and I love it. I got no problem with come out. You do the little hat tip. You're like, thank you. Very cool. Bryce Hark runs out and he's like, let's go. Let's go. That was, yeah. It was so in the moment and such pure fire and adrenaline and him feeding off the crowd. You know in that moment when he was coming out to do the curtain call, when he's yelling, let's go, in his head he's saying, thank God I'm not in San Francisco. Thank God I'm not in San Diego. Thank God I made the choice I made. I don't know how I don't know how you could 
I think he's I think he's definitely just ecstatic to be here. It has to be. Like how could it's like that's what this is the difference. Like the Philly difference is unlike any other like Boston I think has it a bit. Mm-hmm. Unlike with the Patriots. Like they don't really care about the Patriots. No. They act like they care about the Patriots. The Patriots are in Boston. Yeah. Well They're Boston Boston is a Red Sox and Celtics. Hundred percent. I mean Fenway Park is in the like it's in the city. It's in the center of the city. Right. And that that ballpark gets electric. Yes. Yankee Stadium, peak Yankee Stadium back in the day, Yankee Stadium yeah, was New the same Yankee guy. Stadium has never been electric yet and might never be. Well, it? Jeter's Jeter's last game yeah. was electric. But sure. But like the electricity in that ballpark, it's like it's the weird the weirdest thing to me is that last year there was forty thousand people there for the Dodgers series. They sold out four games last year, already sold out three this year. Right, right. But like even though there was 40,000 people there, and there was, legitimately, it was never, like, loud. It wasn't even close to what it is now. Like, and, it wasn't even close. And now it's like every little thing is getting cheered. Well, well people how about- are actually paying attention to every pitch. There's tension in between pitches. It's not just like, I'm going to go hang out at the ballpark and there'll be a game going on at the same time. It's, I'm it's going not- there to watch the game. Dude, how about Arietta's at bat last night? Oh, like- people, it was like <laughs> Brett Myers. It was like Brett Myers in 2008. It's exactly what it was. And, like, the crowd's going crazy and, like, they're oh. getting into it. Like, the Everyone is so back in on the Phillies. I can't. Uh, I can't. It just warms the heart. It really does. It? It, like, as as you know, and look the high ups. Was one hundred and thirty thousand people the first weekend? One hundred and thirty thousand. Again, three straight. No doubt about it. Sellouts. But obviously, the high hopes crew has been with us. But it's been dead in this city when it comes to baseball. Like two years ago, you couldn't pay someone to talk. Oh wait. I got paid to talk about the Phillies, and it was really hard to do. You couldn't pay someone to talk about the Phillies two years ago, and now it's it's just immediate. It's it's so exciting, man. It's the best. All right, let's let's dive into the games themselves. Obviously, we've talked about Harper locked in. It's outstanding. It's very exciting. We have to get to it. What, can I, I get one more one last Harper thing? Yeah, that I think of course. It's really, really interesting. Yeah, never enough Harper. Things. No, I no, I, I get it. I get it. But I thought this was really, really, really interesting from last night. Um, one. While you're looking up, I'll give one more Harper thing we forgot to shout out for the, uh, obviously the cleats on opening day were super cool, <laughs> very cool with the fanatic. They put the Harper picture on yeah, his. He's a bromance. And, and and the other thing with Harper too, real quick, is, and I know that there are some old fuddy duddies out there, Joe DeCamera being one of them, who don't like celebrations or whatever, play the game the right way. Screw all that. Bryce Harper has brought an infectious excitement to this team. He does one of my favorite things that I've... Victor Martinez used to do this too. It is one of my favorite things that a ball player can do. The individual handshakes for every player on the team. That is so cool. That takes like effort. And it makes you think like, oh, this guy actually cares about me in some way. Or this or that. And it just... It fosters such camaraderie, especially when it's coming from the face of the team. I've just loved the attitude we've seen from this yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, so far. for your $330 million player to have handshakes with every single player on the team, and like he, he mentions Michael Franco that's all what I the mean. time. Like, how cool is that? Like, and that's just not, that's not something that typical superstars do. And I, I saw something over the weekend from a Nationals beat reporter, and I guess there are a former Nationals beat reporter. I think she's doing like a, the Washington, I think she's doing the presidential beat now. Ooh. And she was watching the games, I guess, and she was like, I've never seen Bryce Harper this happy. She's awesome. Because we talked about this a lot. It felt like, I, the Washington thing, it felt like a burden was on him that whole time. 100%. And being here, it feels like you're, this is like, I feel like this is the real Bryce Harper. Yeah. And also the burden of, as we talked about, playing for that contract, building up to that thing. Like, this is the first time in his career. And obviously there's pressure. You're making 330 million. That's inherent pressure. But it feels like for the first time in his career, he can exhale and just go out and have fun. 
Yeah, and he is doing just that. Uh, like this team is just full of just good, genuine dudes that seem to all love to win and 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 seem to love playing with each other. They do and, and have fun while they do it for a team that's three games in the season. I feel like I've been watching this team for too, a, a decade. Me too. And uh, like it's so we're we're recording this on Monday. If you're not listening on Monday, but uh, uh, there's an off day today, and I'm losing my mind. All yeah, I want to do is see them play again. I, and I know they need off days, all that type of stuff. Just give me Phillies all the time. Inject in my veins. I know. So the one Bryce Harper stat that I that I love, Bryce Harper has two batted balls hit 113 I miles per this. hour yeah. in his first three games. He had only three all of last season. I mean, what, is that? what does that two. tell you? I mean, it's that's a that's a very interesting and I think it says a lot type of set. Right. Um, but yeah, this team is just it's just on fire. And they're like up and down the lineup, like everyone's having fun. Everyone's believing each other. I think the fact that that they were able to start the season at home, I think, is a huge, a huge help because it gets the camaraderie with the fans. Totally. And the fans get to be all in this team. Like last year kind of sucked. Like they go on the road to the Atlanta to start the season, then they go to New York and then they come back and then the booze happen and like it kind of just derailed the whole first part of the season. Now it's like it's like McCutcheon leads off the home run and everyone's they all have handshakes already um the one downfall i guess has been the starting staff hasn't looked as good as we thought it was going to be but like like andrew mccutcheon is one of my favorite players in the team like, I not even, it's not even close i, I love, the love guy. him i love I andrew love mccutcheon him. like like he he is our, like he's already a fan favorite the, the bowing on opening day oh. the home run last night like what if we got what if we got a mixture of like mvp mccutcheon but like a little like less than mvp mccutcheon it does seem like there is a and again as someone who watched him play a lot with the yankees last year there seems like there's a, a kind of new pep in his step almost well, i think he wants to prove a lot of people wrong his sure. bat looks really fast he's driven two like that ball last night opposite field home running mm-hmm. right <laughs> that's probably what a single in pnc park oh, yeah. or the double in in, uh, in double. at&t park yeah. yeah so like he's playing in a, he's playing in a hitter's ballpark outside of the yankee stadium thing for the first full season in his entire career i think there's going to pay huge dividends like it's just up like we we should probably talk about the lineup the lineup is freaking ridiculous it's it's relentless this lineup it's pick your poison it's it's absolutely pick your poison. Like as soon as you think you get to the first five in the lineup, then you have you have uh, Odubel, Cesar, and and Franco. Yep. Like, and, and we saw over the first three games, especially obviously games one and two, when those three guys are contributing, this lineup is is borderline unstoppable. Yeah. Because those first five are as good as any first five in baseball. If those three guys are hitting, there's no downtime. There's no break for a pitcher. There's no break for a staff. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's up and down the lineup. Like sometimes when you're pitching and you know you have like the first five and it's like really good and you you get through that you have that exhale like oh i'm good totally like, and then the totally. bottom the bottom of the lineup's like even oh wait that team was loaded but you have feliz and ruiz at the end of the, at the mm-hmm. end of the at the end of the lineup now you have to go through oh like cesar hernandez is top 10 in pitches seen per plate per plate appearances when odubel's on when odubel's going well he's a good player and michael franco has 20 plus home run potential at least if nothing else with franco in that eight hole like he will crush mistakes and and he has. And he has. He exactly. has crushed mistakes. So it's just been really good to see. And and the like the the main difference between this year and last year um, is the talent on the field. Is the talent? <laughs> I, I I I get it. But like last year, last year they were they were pitching their way to the first sure. place, and now they're hitting, and that's way more interesting for the the casual baseball fan to get back in on. And it's that's a great point. You're absolutely right. And it's also more sustainable. It just is in terms of of especially with the guys they had last year. 
We were waiting for it to fall off. Eflin, Velasquez's good stretch that he had, even Pavetta in his first season, the amount of innings, like you were just waiting for them to regress to the mean. This offense is at its mean. This is what this offense is supposed to be doing, and it's doing it, and it's going to continue to do it. Right. It is it is much more projectable. Oh, and, and the guys that are doing it actually have track records. That's my point. Right. Yes, yeah. All right, let's get to it. Yes. Poor Jack. So I, oh, dude. I was getting so many texts from Jack just... <laughs> It was like Alec, the Alec Bomb thing on steroids. Yes. All right. So Nick Pavetta didn't have his great first start no. to the season. Everyone on Twitter let you know that, Jack. Oh, dude. It was like <laughs> my mentions were just on fire. And it was like, it was like, it was like the randomest stuff. It was like, oh, you know, you're a fraud. Uh, the newer shouldn't believe. It's like, it's like, oh my God. Like, like it's baseball. <laughs> the, the, my main my main critique with with the the whole beginning of this season so far is that like that people think baseball is easy and what people like the best players in the world fail seven out of ten times mm-hmm. when you're batting like that's just a fact like, players fail all the time like everyone's burning Odubel last night right and he of course you never want to swing first pitch after a guy walks all those guys but let's let's look at that objectively that is it, out of the hand that looked like a fastball down and in which lefties. Absolutely mash. That's the one spot you can't miss with the fastball because that ball gets hit over the fence. That's just what happens. Mm-hmm. And it was a change of the felt right off the table. And you're you're a baseball player who is coming up with the bases loaded. I agree with you. you. In that spot, you should take a pitch. You should give it a chance to to make him work for it. But at the same time, like you're coming up with the bases loaded, you're a good hitter. You see a pitch you can hit, you're going to go after it. Well, and I think their their whole their whole philosophy from a from a hitting standpoint is being selectively aggressive. And I wouldn't be surprised if if John Madeley said to him, "Hey, you're looking for one pitch, one spot in this situation, and that one pitch, one spot is down and in because that's a ball that lefty hitters yep. just absolutely freaking mash." So like, I, I was just really fr- I'm really frustrated so far with like people not understanding that it's baseball and like things are going to. Like things are going to go wrong and sometimes, that, and that taking it a step further, that it is an incredibly long <laughs> right. season. It's like, a grind. This is hopefully one of thirty-two or thirty-three starts Nick Pavetta is going to make this season. Right, like 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 Pavetta has one bad start, and I was like, "Whoa, I told you so." You stinks. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong, Jack. Yeah, it's like it's like all right. He didn't pitch well the first three innings of the game. In the fourth inning, he got squeezed, and a Freddie Freeman ball got through the shortstop hole that wasn't occupied. That was that was off the off his hands. Like he got squeezed in the fourth inning. He did tight. He did tight, tight umpire all day. Did Pavetta pitch well? No. Was I frustrated that he came out of spring training where he was doing the things that they were trying to implement with him and reverted back to old Pavetta? Yes. Did I think he started getting in a groove in the fourth inning before he got squeezed? Yes. I thought he was starting. To, I thought he was starting to figure it out a little bit. Um, it was a frustrating start. I, I understand everyone's frustrated. I mean, he is the linchpin to this team going from good to great. Well, they're already great. Let's go great to World Series. Caliber. I agree with you. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, because they're going to hit their way to to the playoffs. I mean, they, they really are. I mean, you know, with Nola and whatnot, but and the bullpen needs to show up and stuff. But this offense is good enough to carry this team to the James, playoffs. My main takeaway from opening weekend is I thought this team was going to be really good. They're better than I that's thought. That's my big takeaway, too. They're be- I I predicted 92 wins, and I feel like that's low. And that's crazy. Dude, I thought they were going to be, like, really good. They are excellent. Like, they're they're solid defensively. The pitching staff, like, that was as bad as I could really expect them to be. Like, I think they're going to get, obviously, they're going to get even better. Dude, Nola didn't even pitch well. We talked about that. And neither, look, Arietta. 
credit, got out of some jams. It was a cold night, all that type of stuff. Well, I, I mean, I could tell you all you need to know about Six throwing walks. in the cold. So, yeah, Jack is the king of there. You couldn't do it. Listen, freshman year Fritz, it's the only reason why I'm here right now. I is feel that, bad, yes. is that Is that my fingertips were freezing off and, and I'm going against the number 24 team it, in the country. It's, it's so unlike you to have an excuse for... <laughs> For, why for my career, it. yeah, it's very I, unlike you. you I know? blame Keystone Light. Uh-huh. I blame, I blame the cold in Virginia. Um, what else can I blame? The the commons food. That that I can also blame that. Yes. Definitely for mostly not, the cold. It was definitely the cold not fall. me. Yeah, uh, it was not about me. Yes. I lost my cutter somehow. I blame that on the baseball gods. Um, <laughs> so if you want, to, you want to keep going, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a reason oh, why. Oh, trust me, I believe that you could rattle off excuses for the next a, hour. Well, the, the first game of my entire career, I'm on a bus for eight hours, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm thrown into a, a, a one-one game in the seventh inning. Like, sorry, a freshman can't handle that. Oh man, it's good. You're really good at this. I'm. I thought it's about it a lot. Really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, this is something you've you've really thought about and come up with many layers of lies. Uh, yeah, good. but um, so the one thing I thought was really interesting about last night um, with Arietta is that Chris Young was the reason they won that game. Ooh, so what a take right so, there! So Chris, for those who don't know, new pitching coach Chris Young, he was the assistant last year. How about Rick Cranich showing up in uh, Atlanta all weekend? I feel yeah. like Rick, you did a good job uh, last thanks, year. Thanks, thanks, Ricky. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Chris um, Young, the new pitching, and Chris Young, not the super tall righty. That no, yeah, not not the Padres. <laughs> super frustrating yes, that yes. you guys that no one could yes. hit. Yes, nor the outfielder Chris B. Young. Yes, not that as well. Yes, not the guy that backed up Jake Peavy on that awesome Padres. Not the guy rotation. who I owned on a few fantasy teams, yes. thinking he was going to bust out. Um, but so last night, Gabe mentioned it after the game. So the first couple innings, I thought from watching Arietta, um, the first couple innings, I thought he was, I thought he was just tight, and it looked like the Arietta last year where he's pulling everything and he could never really settle into a, a rhythm. And I thought he was cutting himself off a little bit, and that just affects you know your 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 location, glove side, all that fun stuff. I thought he was. I thought he was back to last year's form. It looked different than what I was seeing in spring training. Like that's both Pavetta and, and Arietta through the first four innings were different than what I saw in spring training. So I'm still encouraged by that. Um, but but what what Chris Young did was he took the tape from the first four innings and was watching it the entire time. Noticed what Arietta was doing wrong. Ooh, really? Went to Arietta and Arietta's like, oh, I see it. And then his, wow, really? Yeah, and his last two innings. That were is awesome. Yeah, no, it's really it's like in the moment watching video, like, making changes. This. Yeah, that's. First of all, his ability, like just the fact that he's doing that, just the fact that he's in game watching video shows the level of dedication you like. But the fact that he could notice that in the moment like that and make a change, I think says something well, about him a as reason, a pitching coach. There's a reason why Rick Kranitz isn't here right yes. now. Yes. I, I mean, mean, a lot of people believe Chris Young was the reason for the success last year. And a lot of people think that, well, Arietta believes, I think, that, uh, well, no, actually it was, it was Sam Fold that found the, the change in his arm angle. So like Sam Fold, yeah, all this former outfielder, yeah, all this, uh, all this technology is a good thing. Oh, no. crazy! Stop. You're telling me you could save a guy's career? Stop. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was really interesting. And I, just from just from the way the staff has handled this season so far, we might have like a really good staff. Like I've been really impressed with Gabe. I thought Gabe was excellent all weekend. I thought he long. did a great job this weekend. He did look for all the and this podcast has not been. One of them, but for all the the Gabe haters out there, you have nothing to complain about after the first weekend. Same lineup, all three games, handled the bullpen, dare I say, brilliantly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for everyone chirping me about Pavetta, where's the Adam Morgan? I was just about to get there. Where is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, One and zero, pitch another clean inning yesterday. 
Listen, my man. Adam Morgan. Listen, the most important thing that happened this yes, weekend. Yes, more important than Nick Vivetta, obviously. That was your big call all, se- all season. <laughs> no, just more important than the Harper home runs, the curtain obviously. calls, the crowd being back, is that Adam Morgan is <laughs> yes. a legitimate shutdown lefty. And did you notice that he threw a ton of sliders? Of course I did. It was all I was looking His for. His slider is actually disgusting. It's a good pitch. It's a really good pitch. And in general, I agree with you. I was... Very impressed with both Gabe and the bullpen. Uh, other than the Neris homer on opening day and yeah. the Ro- and the Robertson homer in an eight four game, you know that happens. They the bullpen was shut out the well, entire weekend. I guess my one problem with the Robertson thing is like, I understand he's a veteran and you got to use him this entire season, but I didn't. I would. I agree with that. Yeah, he, he pitched. He pitched four innings. There was there was no reason to use him in that spot. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about like they didn't. I don't think he was ready to go this season. Like they, they had, he only had four appearances in spring training. Oh, I see what you're saying. So he's still working himself up. Yeah, he yeah. certainly has not looked like the David Robertson from last year yet. No, and like for the, I was shocked because on the the eight four game on Saturday, uh, when it became eight six, I thought I thought I saw a little deer in headlights, and Ooh, I was like, I was uh-oh. like, dude, you pitched in New York. Yeah, dude, you pitched in the World Series. What <laughs> yeah. are we talking about here? He just looked, he looked a tad nervous, and huh. I was like, come on, man, like, uh, you together, we're paying bro. you some money. Come on, um, bro. But no, I, I was impressed with the bullpen from the standpoint of, like, they have a, a lot of righties they can just throw at you. Yeah, Nicasio looked really good the other day. I like him in that spot. Um, Nishak's been great. I was just about to say, I mean, as much as we hate on Pat Nishak, the man gets out. Oh, the guy's just good. He just gets out. And he can be good against lefties, too. He just gets out. Sir Anthony looks like Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony. Jose Alvarez looked really good yeah. getting that I mean, one batter, but came in and did his job. Yeah, so uh, I just I thought Gabe I thought Gabe was great. Like he he took his hands off the wheel and they they've talked a lot about the human element and I think that's really really important. I don't think Gabe fully got that heading into last season. I totally agree. With and you. just him talking about being pissed off about Hoskins like getting thrown at. Yeah, like it's just Might it's just need those to think little about things. His phrasing, but yes, and the thing and the what <laughs> no, when he said, I get really mad when I think about balls being under <laughs> Hoskins' chin. I, I was like, eh, I don't want to phrase it that way. Well, the I afternoon, got you, Gabe. I got you. The bro. afternoon show is going to clip that one. And, of course, and they save that are you kidding me? They, that with it, it's like a their dream drop right there. No, I know, but um, um, but like the, they stop. Oh, oh. So my my main take is that I think the more I realize it, and the more I look back. 2018 was more about data gathering than actually winning games. We talked about this in the moment, actually. We talked about a few of these things as things they were doing as just ways to gather data and for the future. And I think in hindsight, I really agree with you. I mean, not it's not. Look, we're not saying that they weren't trying to win baseball games. Well, they went out and made additions to to help the ball. They're club trying win to win games. baseball games, but I, I agree with you. I think they did some things last year to see how they worked. Right, and like like the one thing I I hated last year was when a guy would get out of a big spot and he it was be, one of your things. It made me so mad, like because that was that was not thinking with your head. That was not that was not thinking the emotional side. So the scenario is like Sir Anthony or Nishek or whoever would come in, bases uh, loaded, two outs, or, type or of second and third, runner on third, whatever. whatever. A big moment in the game, they would get out of it. And then Gabe would put him back out there for the next inning. And what I what I, what frustrated me was like if you go in the mind of a pitcher, right, and you're all amped up for that one time, you get to come in, get out of it, get out of a big spot. Your emotions are on an ultimate high to come out for that next inning. Like they usually don't have it. Like that's just it's weird. It doesn't make total sense. I get it, but that's just the emotion of a pitcher that when you get out of a big moment like that, to send him back out there is like coming down. It's just it it doesn't usually work out well. Um, 
but it may, and that and just as to my whole, you know, athletes are humans. Like that makes sense that you're on you have this emotional high. You're at that point. You go down. You sit on a, on a dugout for a while. Go back out there. It would make sense that you wouldn't be able to bring that same level of intensity. Yeah, and I think they, I think they still obviously they do the analy- the analy- analytics are great. Like they're good for ga- for baseball. But I think if you want to win over a clubhouse, I think trusting Jake Arrieta in the sixth inning to get out of that, I think that's big. I think it's a, that's a season-defining moment right there. And I think he learned that last year early. I, I think that even that first game of the season, the Nola, you know, taking Nola out after 68 pitches, and I know he had reasons for it and all that, but I think that was the first data point. And he's seen it time and time again that, that certain spots, and he's talked about it a ton. Gabe has talked a lot about trusting his gut in spots and talked about not necessarily just sticking to the numbers. There are certain situations where you have to weigh the collective versus the one individual decision. And I think that's all really good stuff. And I think it's going to bear itself out this season. I really do. And I, I the, just the vibe from the clubhouse, I mean, Nishak, I guess, talked to reporters yesterday and he said that Gabe's changed and, and mm-hmm. Gabe's really like the, it feels like the clubhouse is all behind him and it feels like that clubhouse is just tight knit. And the, the, the Phillies brought in they brought in guys this offseason. Culture guys. Right. And I think that's just so lost upon the modern sports. I totally agree with you. Like culture culture in a locker room is is more important than what the numbers say sometimes. Like yes. bringing in Andrew McCutcheon. This is where this is where the you go away from the analytics. A and, little bit. And, that, and I'm with you because I do think you have to balance it. It can't just all be one thing. You have to take it all into account. Right. And listen. We, I mean, like, we're not trying to say that we don't like analytics. Like, me and you love well, very like, clearly we do very yes. pro analytics. We're but, big analytics guys. But when you look at when you look at recent rebuilds and and some of the most important players that those teams have brought in to put them over the hump, they are players like Andrew McCutcheon. Like, like the Astros brought in Beltron. Beltron wasn't good anymore, but he's an important culture guy. David Ross in that Cubs team last year's last year's Red Sox team. J.D. Martinez is obviously a superstar, but he was the guy that really brought the team together that gave Mookie protection. And Justin Turner in Los Angeles. You see, I mean, Grant, they, you know, he was there, but that's that type of guy. Right, and McCutcheon is not, he's not, he's definitely not washed if we've seen this opening weekend. And by the way, like, like, I can't believe Reese Hoskins was our left fielder last year. Because McCutcheon's it, so absurd. <laughs> like, McCutcheon's like legit, like an actual left fielder. Zero errors. Over opening weekend? How about it's that? Crazy. Oh, what, are, what people actually fielding balls that are hit to them, yeah. being in the right place when the balls hit there. It's, it's wild it's, stuff. It's great man. watching a Major League Baseball oh, team. Oh, what a thing. We're watching a Major League Baseball team. But, but having a, a strong clubhouse, and I know Gene Segura got in, got in the fight last year in Seattle, but I think, I think from watching him so far, Guy plays hard, yep. plays every single day, mm-hmm. and seems to me like he loves to win and has a great lower body. Him and Antonio Bastardo. You love they're that gonna junk go, in the trunk. <laughs> they're going to go back love to Love it. Listen. But uh, I'm with you, uh, and we talked about this in the midday show, but that moment where the second runner that JT Romuto threw out, Segura makes the tag and looks back at Real Muto and does like the fist pump like and like pointing at him like my guy. like He, he feels like a, that type of fiery culture type of guy. Um, and and look, maybe D. Gordon could handle yeah, that. He probably couldn't. I mean, D. Gordon is clearly soft. I think we all <laughs> know that. Very soft. Very soft. <laughs> you know, you're the kid of a player all the time. You know, you get soft. Yeah. Um, but to that point, I do think that, I think, first of all, I think it matters immensely, this type of stuff um, in terms of the culture and, and throwing that type of thing. But I think that the guys they brought in, it's a great point, Segura, McCutcheon, 
Romuto. I mean, and obviously Harper is is the face of this and take it to the, to the next well, and, level. And Harper's been unbelievable. Unbelievable. From that that, that's what I mean. Like you couldn't have. We talk about bringing in these all star players, which it matters. The talent part matters, but they also got four guys who are all star level type players, and it feels like McCutcheon's back to at least that type of level of player. But they're also four guys who are culture guys. You're bringing in. Like you get the best of both worlds with this. No, I know. And, and Arietta, I like uh, Harper was talking yesterday um, to Vaskurgeon. He's like, Arietta is my favorite teammate. Wow, and really? Like, and he's like, I was like, I love that guy. Huh. It's just this team. Th- I love this team. This team loves each other. Yes. And it is just, it's going to be a, this team is a match made in heaven for Philadelphia. They rake. They play hard. They have one ace in Aaron Nola that all the nostalgic baseball people can be like, "Oh my God, look at watch. Yeah. We're watching Aaron Nola pitch." Uh, it's just and they and they play with a passion that, that befits this city. Uh, you know what? What they, whatever they, people want to say about Philadelphia sports fans, the one thing that we can't be knocked for is we bring the passion. We bring the passion, and we I think we've legitimately pushed this team to another level. Like I think we we push Harper to say, "Hey, we need to go out there and bust it every single night." Like Reese Hoskins. The moment he came up here, he got that, and he's been waiting for a moment like this where he can really let it, where he can really let it happen, and let his let his emotions flow. We saw it last night when he got thrown at, and with the the mouth oh, thing yeah. of the f word, which was amazing because I was doing the same thing. I was the same thing, and like, and by the way, to that point, like, outrageous. Get over yourselves. Pitch better. Sorry, pitch better, and you won't. You know, I. You're more of a. You're probably going on written rules and all stuff. Whatever. Oh, They're celebrating it. a home run. Get over it. Get over it. I I I I agree. All right. I don't. I will never endorse throwing at heads. I think throwing at heads. No, no, no. No one should endorse it. Yeah, that is outrageous. That's the unwritten rule. I'm fine with throwing at a body. Like that's what happens. But I think that the reason it's a different thing if like if the batter points the pitcher or if he does something really disrespectful. But celebrating with your teammates because you did something good. Get over yourself. Yeah, That's I, mean, I mean, Carl seemed like it's it's a childish way to go about. Exactly, it. it is childish. I agree with you, but I will always stand up for the unwritten rules. I, I know you. I will, I, I will I always will. defend and I, the look, unwritten rules. I generally am a. I have no problem with the unwritten rules. I'm fine with this. Is the way we do things and go about our business, but. Do it for the right reasons. Don't just do it because you gave up a home run and they celebrated it. Do it if he disrespects you. That's not disrespect. That's celebrating with your team. Sorry. Right. I would have liked to see in a five-one game to maybe throw one at the ribs, but that's just <laughs> nah, just 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 a little bit. I would have too. Yeah, you're talking about the Phillies retaliation. Yes. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I would have see. I would have been fine with that because you're you're sticking up for your guys. Hoskins you're saying th- if you throw at Reese Hoskins, we're going to throw at you. That's fair. Hoskins got thrown at three times. It's outrageous. Well, and here's the thing. Like I I agree from the celebrations. Thing. The one time was the one time was I think that ball right, just I got agree. away from him. But I yes, agree. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. But like I mean like for example when Okuna got hit last year, I thought that was ridiculous. Uh. It was Jose. Uri- that was that was BS. Yeah, it that, was. It so, was. I'm not saying like I'm that level. Of, I I just I always get a little frustrated when people are like, "You should never hit a guy." Well, that's not true. That's not the you know. That's not, and that's not the way it works. And look again, if you hit them appropriately, hit them in the butt or whatever. You know, like just don't hit them in the hands. Don't hit them in the face. Yeah, agreed. So, um, but I tell you what, man, like 
F the Braves. Like I hate oh, that team. Yeah. Like I hate that team. I'm so glad, dude. The the the, the mock tomahawk. Oh, it's great. It was like Philly fans. It's first off, Philadelphia is the best uh, uh, chant city in the country by far. Like it's just all of a sudden everyone's like, you got it, you got it, and then Let's <laughs> everyone does yes, the same thing. It's part like it's, the full skull chant. Yeah, like, like it's just we just get it. It's crazy how fast everyone's like, oh, well, you're doing that. Got or, it. Or, okay, or we're that. good. Yeah. We're good fans. We're smart fans. Uh, but, uh, I most passionate best fans in sports. Yes, it's just like. It's it, it was so funny last night the mock tomahawk shop, uh, tomahawk chop chance that's a Ooh, that's, that's a, a mouthful to He's say got it out. thank you it's good work listen I'm done on this podcast I'm, I'm gonna go I'm out very now impressive. <laughs> I'm done I'm physically done but um, <laughs> we know um, just like it's back like the hatred of other baseball teams like because oh. baseball is the baseball is the ultimate fu sport like because it's batter versus pitcher totally you know and if it's you mono a mono yeah if you hit a home run fu if you if you strike out a guy fu like that's just that's just the, the nature of the game and that's what makes it like like when the fans get into that too it's like oh, it's, it's like sit your ass down it's awesome like it's there's nothing better than it like there's just nothing better than being angry at other teams again and that passion it just you you mentioned earlier in the podcast like. <laughs> the passion from dead to like a hundred percent all in. It's amazing, like this. Yeah, it's like oh, we remember how love baseball again. <laughs> like I swear to God, I don't think these last eight years happened. It's like, what it feels like. It feels like we came off the playoffs last what year. What was the twenty fourteen Phillies? Like I don't even remember the twenty fourteen. It really Phillies. is. It's been immediate, and that's so cool. Yeah, no, it's it's credit it, to Phillies fans. Look, we we've said it here. We're not. We're not those people who are going to say, oh, if you didn't like them when they were bad, you're not a real fan. No, I get it. It's tough when they suck. It's a long season of crappy baseball. I don't blame you. Welcome back. I just want people to love baseball. That's where I'm at. Like, me that's too. the only reason me and me became it's friends. It's like my life goal. Yeah, the only yeah reason, that's how we became friends. The only reason we became the friends only two people who to talk baseball. Yeah. <laughs> when the Phillies are bad, we're like, each other. Hey, do you hey want, did you see this? Hey, do you want to talk baseball? Hey, you watching the Astros right now? Yes. <laughs> no, and like, I just want. I want people to love baseball. I agree. And and boy, I think we forgot how much this city loved baseball. Like it's crazy. I maybe they're not above the Eagles. I, I understand that. They're one they're one B. Oh, easily. And 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 it's one of those things where at times it certainly it can feel the same. It can. It can certainly feel the same. These last couple of days have been uh uh representative of that. It's the most electric park the most electric crowd when it's fully on Citizens Bank Park is the most electric stadium in the city. And I know the link can be great and all that, but football live just doesn't have that same energy as baseball does. I think that when the when Citizens Bank is rocking, there's no better ticket in town. I agree. I mean, I mean, because it's during the summer, you can kind of tailgate, yeah. have beers, go in. And man, I cannot wait for tomorrow. I cannot... Well, that's what I want to get to. So any final thoughts from this, from yes. Saturday and Sunday, and then we're going to look ahead. Yes. Final thoughts, the one through five hitters. 475 OBP. Yeah. Like they are just machines. Like, uh, can I, can I, the uh, uh, Harper, Hoskins, and Real Muto have a combined like 1400 OPS. Yeah. It's I like, love, I on. like that John Richie said 1.476. I know. I know. Um, it was funny. It was funny. Um, <laughs> hey, man, he's trying. At he's least, trying. At least he's looking up OPS. I'm proud of him. He's trying. Um, also, like, dear umpires of this great nation. Yes. If Bryce Harper thinks it's a ball, it's probably a ball. Have you noticed that, though? It, it does feel like in certain spots, the umpires will give him the call because he didn't swing. And McCutcheon, too. Yeah. It feels like they're like, oh, he didn't swing. It's it's a ball. Because it is. It's amazing, though. That's what they used to do with Bonds. Like, that's what they used to do with Bonds. And here's the other thing with Harper. I was thinking about this on the way in. His eye is so good that you don't 
you don't really have to worry about him aging like Howard. Obviously, Howard had an unbelievable run, and I don't, I don't think Harper will put up the fifty-eight and one forty-two, whatever. The, I don't the, know if ha- anyone will anymore. No, I mean that's just that's just crazy stuff. But what ultimately killed Howard was that he had his one fatal flaw, which was the sliders, and. Harper's eye is so good that he'll never really have that problem. So even good point. I already started thinking about like thirty-six-year-old Harper um, when <laughs> when when Zoe and his and Zoe and, yeah. and Rocky are hanging out together. It's gonna be great. Um, um, like like his eye is so good that even when he gets older, he's still gonna walk a ton. That's a skill that will age very well for him. Right, it's a great point. And that's that's another thing about McCutcheon. Like McCutcheon, I thought his eye. I think McCutcheon's eye might be better than Harper's. I. It's not. A, it could. Be. The point is, like, dude, it's a discussion. Dude, McCutcheon doesn't swing at anything. It's unbelievable. Unless it's in the zone. He's so. He's so. He's so controlled. He is in such the box. a. He is the a perfect leadoff. He hitter. really is. Yeah, we were wrong about that. We were wrong. about Yeah, that. no question. We were dead wrong about that. Um, the the. Ugh, it's just. I'm so happy. I can tell. They're Fritz just, has got this big smile on his face. I, like you. I forgot what Philly's Jack was like. Like it's just Philly's Jack. Every day I wake up thinking about the team. Like it's just I'm so, like working with Francie every night. He's smiling, like doing calls and stuff. And LA is happy. Like it's just the energy's back. Everyone's happy. The offense rakes, and like they rake in a modern way. Like this is so sustainable. Like it's it's on base machines. It's home runs. They, they had like one single last night. <laughs> it was from JT Romito yeah, like this, in the seventh. And Francie goes, ah, good old fashioned single to left. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like I get it, but this is also modern baseball. And these guys rake, and it's perfect ballpark. The fans love this team. I love this team. This team loves each other. Gabe is is doing everything well right now. It's a perfect marriage. Nick. Can you please just hold up your end of the bargain? Nick, do it for Jack. No, and he, I was really, I was really frustrated with Nick. I know you were because it, it wasn't, was, it wasn't. I know. I, it wasn't. You know, you hate to see a person change in front of your eyes. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've experienced that. And and from spring training to regular first se- start of the season, I think he was a little excited. He was a little excited. He, and, he seemed a little jacked up out there. Tough to kind of calm down. And that's we've talked about that with Pavetta, like. One of his things is he needs to realize to, that he needs to calm down in some of these situations and work through it instead of you know letting that take over. Yeah, and I thought in spring he did a nice job of letting the game come to him. On on, on Saturday, the game did not come to him. Yeah, agreed. All right. You're going down to Washington, buddy. Going to Washington. Yes. So, um, yes. So I want to wear the High Hope shirt, but I also want to wear my Harper jersey. Uh, it's a tough call, man. So I think I'm going to wear the High Hopes under the under, Harper jersey. And then unbutton. Open, yeah. I'll unbutton the, the first, the first one, too. So you can see the High Hope shirt. Strong. Uh, obviously, it's a way to do it. I think that's a definitive what you should do. Okay. And and, and obviously, the, the High Hopes way is that if we see you wearing a High Hopes t-shirt, one of us will buy you a beer. That obviously, right. you, you will sadly not be there tomorrow. I will not. No. But, but I got the last beer. For, you did get the last beer. Yes. So Nick uh, came Nick, out to meet Nick us at... Uh, and I called him Matt when I met him. I thought he said Matt. I'm like, oh, Matt, great to meet you. And now I feel like an ass. Yeah. He well, us. Nick, I'm sorry. Okay. It was great meeting. Yes. Um, so I'm looking forward to tomorrow, but I'm more looking forward to just being in Harper's Corner when the, he is getting oh, awesome. mercifully booed and we are cheering. And it's for- so cool. Very shout out to fans of Philly. Shout out to everyone going on that trip just because that is cool. Like that is what we do in Philly. We we love our own and we support our own and there's a perfect spot to say, Bryce, we love you, man. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 so cool. When he's getting booed, we're going to be there cheering. Cheering, cheering and- out the booze, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And like, 
for anyone thinking, like Gabe said with a straight face the other day that he's going to get a standing ovation. No, he's not. Oh my God, really? <laughs> no, Gabe, he's not. Stop, Gabe. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe supposedly with a dead, dead serious face said, I think he deserves a standing ovation. Whatever gets a standing ovation. I mean, but here's the thing, he probably does deserve well, you know a standing funny? ovation from them, uh, you know? You know what's funny is that Jason Worse in their ring of honor, they got to put in Harvard. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. What an embarrassing franchise. Yeah, and by is. and by the way, like their fans aren't even showing up anymore. Well, that's more the thing is like I, I really feel like you'll be able to hear Phillies fans on on the broadcast. Well, I, maybe not tomorrow. But I, I was watching some Mets Nats over the weekend, and like it was opening weekend. They, dude, bunch they had, of Mets fans. They had there. freaking take your dog to the park day on the first weekend of the season. What? Yeah, it was Sunday, and they had freaking take your dog to the ball. Not park. great. Like, are you kidding? They're like, me? please come to the games. We know. No, we, we please, you can bring your dog. It's okay. We know Bryce isn't here anymore, but um, yeah, it's. I I I really I'm interested to see how it goes. I hope I don't get too rowdy because I don't get kicked out when I get in those moments I just want to defend him so bad I know you think all right so let's let's be honest for a second we're gonna be in right field you think we link guys Ooh. yeah you think he says is that the Harpeland guy okay is he drinking again no to that he's gonna say is that the Harpeland come on you know he is no you don't think he's gonna say is that the Harpeland guy in right field with the Bryce Harper jersey that that kind of looks like me he'll say isn't it is that that guy no (laughs) I think you might lock eyes though, because you don't. If for no other reason than you're just get yes, you're just gonna be staring at him the whole time, like waiting for him to look, look at you. me. <laughs> look at me. It's Bryce. not creepy. I swear. No, I creepy. think I think I think he's gonna look at me and say, "Is that Jack Fritz? It is Jack Fritz. We kind of looked. We kind of look alike. He could probably strike me out." I don't even know what to say. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with that. Like. Got nothing. Which was the worst part? I could probably strike him out. He looks like me. <laughs> he looks like I, the, the, the I could probably strike him out. Part is like so you that it that it didn't even register. The he look. What what are you talking about? Did you see the guy that actually looked like? It was him? unbelievable. He looked exactly like him. He looked. It was really creepy. Actually, <laughs> it was like, it was like what is Bryce Harper doing hanging out in a jersey and like cut cut off jeans like three hours for game time? I wanted that guy to leave. It, it was, was weird. a little weird. It was really weird. I thought Bryce would have been creeped out. I would be. Got like your body double hanging out. Yeah, that was weird. Now, if he listens to the podcast, I mean, I'm happy for you. But well, he does. Obviously, everyone in that ballpark does. Sure. Yeah, they should. Why not? They should. I don't know why you wouldn't. If you know someone who's not listening to the IOPS podcast, tell them to listen to the IOPS podcast. Yeah, I mean, this is where you, only analysis you can only get here. Yeah, it's the only Phillies podcast. <laughs> Some would say that. That's the word on the street. <laughs> that is the word on the street. But um, Harper's Corner tomorrow. CB, awesome. CBP South being back. It's like we remembered everything from the run and started doing it all over again. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. So great. It's <laughs> and uh, it's going to be fun. And if you're going down there, find Jack in yes. the high up shirt, Harper. Probably won't be hard jersey. to find. <laughs> I don't think so. It'll be good. I'm going to be the guy at the front of the line. Yes. You will be the loud one yelling F you at people. It's going to be great. I get rowdy at sporting events. I know you do. <laughs> so you're, you're a competitor, Jack. That's why. Yes, I'm very The bulldog competitive. comes out. The bulldog. Well, listen, you don't go to an on high school playoffs without being a bulldog. All right. Uh, we'll two be back up. to talk. Uh, look ahead to the weekend. Twins action as we'll be down at the ballpark. Twins action. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Saturday. I don't know why I, I took offense to that. going to see the Twins and the Phillies. Yes. You got something to say? Jack has something to say. No, no, no I'll, save. I'll save it. For, we're, okay. we're going final, into Final Thoughts. That's where right? I was heading. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Saturday, fighting for Frankie, Jack's yes. pin tweet. We'll be there. Still tickets available? Still tickets available. 20 bucks for a ticket. I mean, if they just sold out three games. You're not finding $20 tickets, and you can come hang out with us, which would be awesome. Um, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I got two final thoughts, um, because it's final thoughts, not final thought. It's good work, buddy. <laughs> um, You're a so, linguist. 
So supposedly they took down the um, the 08 World Series portrait in the Ooh. clubhouse. And it's like motivation. Yeah, type and thing? they replaced it with the opening day photo from last year with, with shoulder to shoulder as you walk into the dugout. Shoulder to shoulder. I'm all in. I think such that, a game phrase. It is. It is. Shoulder. We're going to be standing shoulder to shoulder. Yes. But it is great. I'm like, happy. All right. It. What's better? Be bold or shoulder to shoulder? I like shoulder to shoulder better. I think I do too. Um, I don't like either that much. They're fine. I'm a ring the bell guy. Well, yeah. I like ring the bell. By the way, is should we? So our retaliation, this is from Kyle Bennett. Um, our reta- I love Kyle Bennett. Our, yeah, Great the, dude. the video was hilarious. Big fan. Um, even though Pavetta crapped the bed, but um, uh, is should we do should we do ring it in retaliation to write it? Ooh, yes, <laughs> ring it is great. Yeah, ring it's great. Ring it's clever. I know. Ooh, good work, Kyle. That's As good. usual, we'll get we'll get to work on that. But I, I do I do like the mentality of hey, oh eight happened. We get it. We appreciate it. This is a new team. Yep, I'm fine with that. And my second final thought and. I don't want this to be perceived as negative, but I, I really do have to be honest. I've never lied to the high hopes people. This is a really, uh, I'm nervous right now. I don't know what's coming. I don't want the fist pump before the game to happen every game. I think eventually it's going to turn oh, into- Oh, you think it needs to be special? I think it's going to turn in genuine. Okay, and hold I don't up, think hold he's up, hold fully up. Are you all right with the bow? I think the bow is great. So the bow, no fist pump. I'm actually with you on this. I, I think the fist pump should be for special. The bow is really good. I like the bow. Because the fist pumps, like it's too fast. Like if it's gonna be if it's gonna be a fist pump, I want it before game one of the NLDS. He's like, mm, mm. you know, that's his two. Too I quick wish you could it. have all seen Jack. Too- Jack like really committed to that fist pump. He's like, mm. like really, you really, yeah. you were you were inhabiting Bryce Harper there for a second. Yeah, but he, he's too quick with it. Okay, and I agree. Wor- it's very quick. It's very like, and I'm worried. Like, let's say they lose five straight and he does it. Like, it's to make it's oh, like, oh, Bryce, we get it. Yeah, all right. Like, stop, just stop pumping your fizz. Go win a baseball game. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. That'll, and I, you know what I can't wait for this take is. Uh, is Bryce is going to take off for his kid's birthday or for oh, his first kid? Oh, that is coming. First kid being. They're in, oh, they're in Chicago. Can't take off. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. The Neanderthal Philly fans oh, going to be it's like, gonna be great. he's going to miss his kid's childbirth. It's going to be great. Does he even want to win? Um, I listen. I understand the fist pump for opening weekend. I like the bow. I like the bow a lot. I think that can be his thing. Bow stays because everyone can see it coming, and it's great. Yeah, just just the, save the fist bump. And I don't wor- hate this. And work a little tempo into I, it. I am okay with this take. I think it's a good take. Thank you. Okay. My final thought, Jack Fritz. I didn't realize it until I was thinking about Bryce Harper having his baby and then started doing the mental gymnastics in my head of how Zoe could one day marry Rocky Harper, Philly Harper, whatever yeah. it is. And then I thought about Zoe, and it struck me. The Phillies have never lost a game in her life, Jack. 162 and 0. How cool is that? <laughs> it's still I don't know play. how long I'll be able to say that for, but damn, that is pretty cool. My daughter Zoe has never seen the Phillies lose a game. And she may never see them lose again. She probably won't. I mean, let's be real about this. <laughs> Best lineup <laughs> in the NL. What's going to happen? 162 and 0. All right. Um, have fun down in Washington. Thank you. It's going to be I, awesome. Very we will much... get on the uh, show later this week, we will get the full report, how Jack was kicked out, what he did to get kicked out. We'll get the whole report. I good. mean... I had a I had a four year in a row running of getting kicked out of, of course the course you did kicked out of the Phillies bullpen area of course you did so very very on brand but I was like I was so good at getting kicked out of the bullpen because I would just start roasting their mechanics so like one time there's some scrub on the Mets and I was like you're pulling off man like what are you doing <laughs> and like he would just start getting like so frustrated he would like start actually working on it in the that's bed. awesome so like I was just too good at it and they couldn't handle how good I was it's at fair. It. So, it's fair. So Washington, I'm coming. Um, and get, get ready. ready, Sean Doolittle. 
Yeah. I'd... Get ready, Trevor Rosenthal. Oh, wait. Trevor Rosenthal's already so bad, you don't have to do anything. Who do Forget. I want to roast? Man, I wish they still had Jerry Blevins. They don't. It's a shame. <laughs> he is such a weirdo. It's a shame. I mean, Trevor Rosenthal, you could just show him his ERA. It's infinity. But yeah. Look at your infinity ERA. Hang him up. It's good. All right. Um, so we will be back later. A Washington report as the Phillies will be 5-0 and next time we record. Well, they have another off day Thursday. So, so yeah, we'll do a podcast then. Yeah, we'll do a podcast Thursday. So um, until then, have fun in Washington if you're going down there. Say hi to Jack. Force him to buy you a beer because um, that'd be awesome. And then on Saturday, I'll buy the beers as we'll be down for fighting for Frankie. Beers. Beers. <laughs> final, right. The final thought, beers. Beers. That's <laughs> it. As which is appropriate. Harper Lent and all that. All right. Go Phillies. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.